And welcome to another episode of Double Drill Podcast. I'm your host, D.S. Walker. And I want to apologize to everybody because I said I was going to do a show on Friday, but something came up, wasn't able to do a show on Friday. I know you guys miss me because I miss you guys too. And I just hate missing an episode. But I am back today and I had an agenda to talk about the NBA playoffs, the play-in game, um, Big shout out to Atlanta Hawks, Minnesota Timberwolves, Miami Heat, and the, I'm missing a team. I am missing a team. Oh, the Los Angeles Lakers for winning their playing game. But also, the Heat and the Lakers won game one. The Hawks got blew out. And Minnesota got beat down by 29. But at the end of the day, those teams made the postseason and made the playoffs. Congratulations to them. Well deserved. If you enjoy basketball, you really enjoyed the playing game. Because the playing game of all years, this one was more entertaining. It was more exciting. And it went down the stretch. So it wasn't really a blowout. I mean, if you look at the the Chicago and Toronto game, that was good. The Lakers and Minnesota game, that was good. That went to overtime. OKC and Minnesota, that was good. Uh, Chicago and Miami, that was good. And the Hawks, that was the only game I won good because they actually blew out Miami. But overall, it, the playing game was great. I know the NBA loved it. It did great ratings. We all tuned into it. So, you know, kudos to the NBA. Now the first round of the playoffs started. And, you know, what can you, can you say? I mean, everything almost went according to plan when I say almost because Giannis got hurt he hurt his back but he took an x-ray it came back negative he'll be back for game two John Morant not so sure because he landed on that wrist pretty hard going to the hole don't know if he's going to play in game two tomorrow we'll find out before the game the Sacramento Kings won their first playoff game in God knows how long and almost in two decades. Congratulations to them. And I actually experienced and got to watch them to light the beam. And I, that seems pretty cool. But hey, DeAndre Fox been on the show 38 points in his first playoff game ever. Listen, um, you know, that was a good game. DeAndre, DeAndre, uh, excuse me, DeAndre Fox Malik Monk, you know, they stepped up. They carried the team. Trey Lyles, he stepped up. Sabonis needs to play better. But it was just a good game. I'm happy for the Kings. They won the game. And now off the game, too, which is tonight. And, um, you know, they got opportunity to go up 2-0. Or, 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 or go to state is going to win and have a split and go back to the Chase Center, which is about an hour and 42 minutes away. So either way, you know, this so far so good in this NBA playoffs. It's been competitive. You had a few blowout games, but the players, the superstars that showed up, the ones we expected to, that showed up and showed out. Now let's see if they can keep this going. I do expect Philadelphia win tonight. I do expect Golden State to even this series up 
I, I expect, you know, majority of this playoffs in this first round. I expected to go six games, majority of them, because it's, the, it, especially in the Western Conference. The Western Conference is so even, it's so tight. You know, it's really not a clear-cut favorite, but I do expect the Western Conference, you know, as a whole, I expect all their playoff games to go six or seven. Uh, same with the East. Maybe a couple teams might get sweet. Maybe it might be a gentleman sweep. I don't know. I think Philly might be one of those teams might sweep. I think Milwaukee gonna be gonna have their hands full because Giannis won't be 100, but they should uh, get past Miami. Boston gonna take care of business. I expect them to sweep um, Atlanta. Uh, the best series in this whole uh, NBA playoffs gonna be Cleveland and New York, and New York took Game One. I expect that to go seven. So let's see. You know, this is where it matters. This is where all the players who took all those low management, this is what they took it for, to shine when it counts. The big dance. So, let's see. Who's going to come out on top? Who's going to get to the finals? Who's going to be champions? I can't wait. I love this time of year. But today, I want to talk about Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans. And the reason why I want to talk about Zion Williamson is because a lot of us are out here questioning him, saying that he should be traded, the Pelicans should let him go, you know, he's a bum, you know, all these things that we're saying about Zion Williamson, about what's going on with him, you know, it's, it is alarming, yes. Is it concerning? Yes. But should we criticize him? Should we be calling him out for missing the playing game? And that's what I want to talk about because Zion Williamson have put out a statement, well, I should say, in front of the cameras. He ain't putting no statement because he ain't writing anything. So in front of the cameras, he went out and said, you know, he is 100% healthy, physically healthy. But he wasn't going to play. He was not going to play at all, even if the Pelicans get to get past the playing game, get to the first round. He said that he would not play until he feels like Zion Williamson, until he feels like himself again. And once he said that, I mean, everybody and their mama came out from underneath the rock, started going at this young man, criticizing this young man. And, you know, I kind of think that we missed the point there. I think we missed what he was trying to say. All that we heard was that he said he's 100% physically fine. But mentally, he was not fine. Let, let's go back. Let's go back to January when he uh, hurt his hamstring. In January, around that time, I want to say it was late January, the New Orleans Pelicans were one game, one game at the top seed in the West. When he went down against, uh, I think they were playing Sacramento. He went out with a hamstring injury. That was, I had said late January, I think that was June 14th, July 4th, <laughs> January 14th. He went out with that injury. And usually a hamstring injury is 
four to six weeks maybe less than that it depends on how you recover it depends on how your body heals it is at that time last week it was April the 12th Zion Williamson has not been on the court since the day he hurt his hamstring and you hear the reports that you know he was not clear for five on five drills because he's out of shape he you know he hasn't his conditions is not good I mean we hear all this stuff about Zion Wilson about how he take care of himself take care of his body and that goes along with his contract by the way and and to me, I, I really feel that Zion, Zion Williamson has been out because of the mental aspect of this whole situation. Zion Williamson, throughout his career, has been hurt. Okay? So far, since he's been in the league, and I have pulled this up, Zion Williamson has missed 60% of his game. He had just only played 39.7% of his team games. In other words, he has missed six every 10 games. He has played only 114 out of 287 games since he's been drafted to the NBA. He missed an entire season last year. He only played in 24 games this season. In the season before he was out for the entire season, he played in 61 games. That was the most he has played in his young career. And and when he came into the league, he only played in 29 games. So this young man, since day one he came into the NBA, he has been injury prone. He has been unhealthy with his weight. He has... He has not lived up to his part of the agreement of the height. Now, when he has played, when he has took the court, Zion, this season, has averaged, he averaged 22.5 points per game this season. Uh, In 21, he averaged 27 points per game. And 2020-2023, this season, excuse me, he averaged 26 points. His uh, his first year, he averaged on 22.5. And he has average, for a career average, he has averaged 25.8, shooting over 60%. Three-point is over 34%. Average seven rebounds, three assists, 0.9 steals. Zion Williams is a handful when he's healthy and he's when he's playing and when he's in good shape. Zion Williamson, for a guy who's about six eight, carrying about carrying about three hundred pounds, and he has one of the best second hops, one of the best jumpers that we have ever seen in the NBA. He can't stay healthy. It, it just just that he can't stay healthy. It's like he has a dark cloud over his head when he takes the court. And we just kind of like hold our brother anytime he, um, when he falls or even when he's running up the court. We all get nervous because we think like, man, is this the day he's going to get hurt? And I feel bad for the young man because he he really genuinely does wants to play. 
he just can't stay healthy. And to me, because of that, it affects his mind, it affects his mental. Because he knows that he's going to be out for a long period of time. He knows that he's going to get criticized on social media. He's going to get criticized by the press. His pundits, the uh, former players, current players, going to look on criticize him. And that affects him. And because of that, as you see, when he was playing, I'm not saying he was in great shape, but he has lost some weight compared to now since he's been out. He put that weight on and he looks out of shape. I would not be surprised if he was depressed. I know the mental aspect of this whole situation is affecting him. What we say about sports is 90% mental, 10% physical. And that 90% is affected. That's why he's not ready to go back on the court. That's why he, we didn't see him suit up against the um, OKC Thunder. That's why they got eliminated by OKC. Because he mentally, he can't go out there and play. Now, I don't care if he's out of shape or not. Because to me, if is Zion out of shape, Zion going to play. Because like he said, he's 100% healthy. Physically, he is healthy. And I and I kind of think, you know, a lot of reports that, oh, man, he wasn't even clear for 5 on 5. How? I mean, I don't believe that. The man just told everybody that he was healthy, physically healthy, ready to go. So for him, for that argument we put out, well, Zion wasn't even clear for 5 on 5. I didn't know that because the man was out here in the layup line doing 360 dunks. Um, I mean, between the lead dunks, behind the back. I mean, my man's putting down a show out here in the warm-up line. And then he went back and put his street clothes on before the game started. So this is a mental aspect for Zion Williamson. This is a mental thing with him. It's not a physical thing. It's not a weight thing. Now, the only thing that's concerning to me is that Zion Williamson in the first year of a five-year contract extension that he got from the Pelicans that is worth a hundred and ninety-three million dollars, and he got so many claws in his contract, uh, weight claws. I mean, his contract is built like an NFL contract, which I'm not surprised because New Orleans Pelican is owned by uh, the owners of the New Orleans Saints. And how they structure NFL contracts is basically how Zion Wilson contract is structured. I mean, for crying out loud, the man is built like a football player. <laughs> but it's, it, it is a concern. A concern from that this guy who who is a generational talent. Doesn't make no mistake about it. He is a generational talent. He is built like a Mack truck. I mean, his quick first step his outstanding quick sex step. I mean, his second, his second step. And how you going further? His hops for a guy his size is unbelievable. I mean, the only guy who come close to that was Charles Barkley. But Charles Barkley first jump was quick, but his second one was is not as quick as or as high as Zion Williamson. So that aspect is concerned because you committed a max contract to a young man who cannot stay healthy. 
and a lot of times it's not even his fault it just the way it is i mean for a guy his as young as 22 23 years old that your body is breaking down and your body can't heal it takes your body a long time to heal from your injuries that is concerning now does the weight play involving that yes it does I have no issue with anyone who likes food. I like food. But I'm not an athlete. Okay? It's it's alright once in a while. You know, you go out here, you can go to McDonald's or Burger King, get your Whopper, Big Mac, and, and eat. I mean, we heard the stories about Shaquille O'Neal, how he loved his Big Macs, and it drove Kobe Bryant crazy. Because Kobe Bryant wants Shaq to be, Shaquille O'Neal be in shape. He don't want him to eat no Big Macs. He don't want him to eat no fast food. He want him to be dedicated to the crab. Be dedicated to the game be, and work on your body. It's the exact same thing with Zion Williamson. If there's one thing that we all should criticize him about, is you got to be in better shape. If you're in better shape, then you are available every day for your team, for the organization. And not only that, you got to prove that you deserve another max contract. Because right now, in the first year of this contract... It seems like he's not even worth the money. And I hate to say that because this young man is very, very good. Very good. But we also got to take notice of the mental aspect of what he is going through. And I feel bad for him because, like I said early on in the show, him being hurt in his young career is affecting him mentally. And he, it's one of those things where he can't even figure it out why is he always hurt? Why does this happen to him? He wants to be there for his team. He wants to represent the organization. He wants to play in front of the fans in New Orleans. And But every time we see him, he's in street clothes. I mean, it's kind of like Anthony Davis was early in his career. How he stayed hurt. He's wearing a lot, wearing street clothes. Even now, you know, he get hurts a lot. But when he's out on the floor, he performs. And, and Zion Wilson, the exact same way. It amazes me. Only the Pelicans. Only the Pelicans where their first two draft picks in their franchise history. Anthony Davis and Zion Wilson. Two guys. Very talented. Very good at what they do. But they can't stay healthy enough on the court to play. And that's and that's amazing. It, it really is. And it's kind of sad too. It's sad because now what is Zion going to be like next season? What is he going to be like? Is he going to have to change his game? Because his game is based on power, speed, his athleticism. He shoots three bar pretty well. I mean, at 34%. For a guy his size, that's pretty darn good. What's he going to do to stay healthy? What changes is he going to have to make? I mean, you know, I look at it like, yeah, he might have to give hire a personal chef you might have to hire a personal trainer 
maybe he has one i don't know but i do know he is young and he has a long career ahead of him but zion's gonna have to make some changes in his life where he's gonna have to dedicate it to basketball stay on a strict diet and be available because the best thing for any player is being available the worst thing you can be as a player is none available but the worst thing you can be as a man as a person is that the mental aspect affects you and I'm I'm actually I am glad that Zion did not play because if he mentally can't go out there and play he would done more harm to the team and to himself because he wouldn't be his mind wouldn't be on the game it will probably be on I might get hurt again I don't want to play and I know a lot of you guys don't be like I know I know a lot of people and, and I get it I know a lot of people are upset because what he has said first I am 100% physical I am 100% I, I'm 100% healed I understand I get that and he shouldn't have said that he shouldn't have said that first what he should have said is that mentally I am not ready to take the court physically physically I am 100% mentally I'm not there yet to go on the court and play if he would have said that I, I promise you nobody wouldn't have an issue would not have an issue and I know everyone black I know everyone questions that but trust me, if I believe, whether you trust me, that is my humble opinion. I believe mentally he couldn't go out there and do it. Mentally, he wasn't ready. Mentally, he would probably would have checked out. And hopefully next season, because right now I just want him to get a hundred percent better mentally and I hope he work on the things that he needs to work on to get himself right and hopefully next season he'll bounce back and show us that he is good but right now if you're the Pelicans or if you're a Pelicans fan you gotta ask yourself do we keep Zion or do we trade him? And I know a lot of people on social media wants him traded. You you see, if you go on Bleach Report, you know, hey, what's the best landing spot for Zion Williamson? Or you hear people on ESPN or TNT. Well, I don't know about TNT, but ESPN, do you think the Pelicans will trade him? I don't think they should. And I don't think they should give up on him. 
yet. Now, if Zion come back next season, if he's out for the season with an injury, then I truly believe you entertain our thought. Now, I know um, he his type the contract that he has, it will be difficult to trade. I mean, you heard you hear that all the time. Everyone with a max contract, they're kind of hard to trade. I'm in the ballpark where anything can happen. If you want that contract to be moved, it can be moved. There's no difficulty about moving an NBA contract. We have seen that. Now, whoever wants Zion Williamson, if he's not available next season, whoever trades for him, and this is just hypothetically, trade for him, yes, they will have to, I truly believe they will have to give up not a lot of pieces. I don't think that because, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Because of his availability, because he's been hurt, teams are going to look at that, are going to look at that if he is out next season and if the Pelicans entertain a trade of him, they're going to look at that and they're going to say, you know what? We're not going to give up a lot of assets for Zion. Now, we'll take half his contract. Now, you guys pay some of his contract. We'll take majority. Y'all pay some of it. We're not going to give out valuable assets for a guy who cannot stay healthy. For a guy who's only going to play in 39.7% of his games. We're not going to give up a lot of assets to a guy for a guy who's going to miss 60.3% of the season. Even though he has superstar potential. Even though when he came out, he was going to be the next face of the NBA. Even though when he does play, he has an average of 258 That, that would be hard for the Pelicans to give up. And on top of that, when he did play, we seen how good the Pelicans were. We talking about a game out of first place in the Western Conference. If Zion Williamson had never got hurt, we could be sitting here right now saying that the New Orleans Pelicans will be the top seeded team in the Western Conference playoff. We could they would probably be either the NBA Finals or in the Western Conference Finals. That's how good they are when he is healthy. That's how dynamic they are when he is playing. And that's one of the issues that the Pelicans are going to have to figure out right now because right now you don't do anything. You, you just let you just want him to get healthy. You want him to take better care of himself. You put him on a training on a training exercise and you try to get him to hire a personal chef work out drop some of that fat it, it, for me I think Zion will be good at 260 or 250 that will be great for him because if you also you look at it when you could run fast jump high and had the athletic skills that he has 
you are carrying all that weight and all that weight is putting a lot of pressure on your knees and put a lot of pressure on your hamstring and a lot of pressure on your foot basically he's put a lot of pressure on his body so if zion williamson was that maybe a at 260 255 right there i think that would be perfect for him he's a big bone the kid so 255 260 he's still gonna look big but he's gonna be in a hell of a good shape he can lose all that fat and make it to muscle that's what i'm getting at he plays at that weight he'll be dominant just like he's dominant now playing on what 300 pounds maybe a little bit more than that maybe underneath that and he's killing the competition now so just imagine zion at 260 or 255 definitely be a low definitely definitely so basically you know what I'm trying to say right now because the show's about to come to an end you know let's not criticize Zion Wilson too much let's not criticize him at all and just understand that this is a mental situation with him and all we can do is sit back and wait for him to get right mentally so that he can get back on the court and bless us with his art and and hopefully that'll be the beginning of next season and hopefully he'll play a full season that's been the double drill podcast i'll talk to you guys soon peace and love i am out <laughs>